This podcast is a Planners and Wine production. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Reality and Wine. My name is Meg, and I am here with my lovely friend, Laura. Laura, how are you? We are doing good. Listen, Meg, we don't even have time for pleasantries today. We Mm-mm. don't have time for pleasantries. We don't have no. time for bachelor tea. We don't have time <laughs> for anything because it is time to read Clayton. That's what it's we're so here much. for. That that's is the that's the title of today's episode. That is what we are doing. We are here yeah. to read Clayton. We are going through fantasy suites. Rose, yeah. I don't even know what to call it. After the final <laughs> rose, like all of it. it. There's so much we got to get into. There is so much. I don't know if in the time that I started watching Bachelor, Bachelor franchise, all that, if I have ever seen a arc from Fantasy Suites to After the Final Rose that was more insane that had me drop like dropping my jaw more like this one was really really historical for me like I don't people said that it didn't live up to the hype I totally disagree I feel like it did live up to the hype this lived up to the hype Mm -hmm. and then doubled and tripled whatever hype we thought it was going to be yep and then in classic bachelor fashion they Mm -hmm. roped us in because we for sure are going to be doing the next bachelorette season like hands down (laughs) you know so like You know, and I think people are always like, how do you stay into it? I'm like this. This is the reason why, because the last three episodes are messy or there's an awesome love story, Mm -hmm. but we haven't gotten one of those in a very long time. Mm -mm. (laughs) They always bring you back in at the end. They really really back in. They really stick the landing in this franchise, which I'm not mad at. So yeah, let's go ahead and just jump into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Fantasy Suites is where where we're starting. Yeah, so they headed to Iceland. Um... Soon as we get there, uh, Clayton says that he's falling in love with everybody, but he's already <laughs> in love with Susie, which really sets the tone for the next three episodes because everything that he does after that is just reiterating the fact that he loves everybody, but he really loves Susie. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Um, go ahead. Well, no, I think it 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 just showed us that Susie was like number one, yep. you know? And mm-hmm. I think in that way, like, We as viewers knew that, but they didn't. But it was interesting to me that like Clayton was comfortable kind of saying that. I don't know. I wish we just kind of went back to bachelor times where they didn't tell people that I love you till the end. You know, I know know. kind of keep us guessing a little bit more, more, but honestly, when he said that I was actually surprised because I had been thinking Rachel was number one this whole time. Honestly, I, but mm -hmm. I still, I genuinely think that him and Rachel have a better connection than, I mean, I do too. Than yeah. him and Susie. Like, it's like we were just able to see it better for some reason. Exactly. Um, and I feel like, you know, obviously from things that are going to, that are going to transpire, uh, Rachel felt it very strongly as well on her oh. end. So we're not crazy. No. Um, but yeah, so let's start with Rachel. That was <laughs> uh They lowered themselves into a volcano. Lord, Would you ever do this? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I do it once. I, I, I'll do, do anything it. I would never but do that. Also, Iceland is like cold. Like it is super cold. Very cold. Mm-mm. So yeah. you could not catch me out here doing mm-hmm. that. I'm probably not place. gonna go in the first place to even be lowered into a volcano because I'm not gonna be there probably. It's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was funny when they were going on their date. It was like mm-hmm. we're diving deeper into our date, and the girls, um, Susie and Gabby were trying to guess what it is, and they mm-hmm. were like, 
maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And they were like, oh, maybe they're going in a cave. And Gabby was like, well, I hope a stalagmite hits you on your ass. I just, oh my God, I love her. I think Gabby has a little sass. Well, she Gabby does. has a lot of sass. So. She does. And we're going to see a lot of that. Um, so inside of the volcano, at some point he told Rachel that he's fallen in love with her. Um, they went on their nighttime date. They told each other that they loved each other. Uh, and, it, you know, all signs pointed to they definitely had sex. Yeah, I mean, fantasy suites are literally the most chaotic. I always think they're the most chaotic mm-hmm. weeks on television. And I really don't think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm skipping ahead. Keep going. Let's go. Oh, so fine. yeah, him and, him and Rachel mm-hmm. did their thing. And then next date was Gabby. Yeah. And um, what did they roll like dune buggies or something like that? Yeah, this would not have been fun for me. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I would have done it, but like this, like, I don't know. I just feel like fantasy suite dates are supposed to be like super romantic mm-hmm. and like things that like, like, I don't know. I just kind of felt like this was a trip advisor date, you know? I totally agree. Cause I feel like <laughs> at least on him and Rachel's day, they were able to actually talk and have a conversation Whereas right. obviously him and Gabby are not really able to talk a lot while yeah. riding on what? dune buggies. Which but... I think that kind of makes sense. Cause like, I don't know about you, but I didn't see a major connection between him and Gabby. I never saw a connection between him and Gabby. I I think there's a very physical connection between Mm -hmm. both of them. And I think she has a very strong emotional connection towards Mm -hmm. him, but I never saw it from his end. Yeah. Besides him being like, ooh, Gabby makes me feel nice. Like, yeah. Okay, cool, Clayton. Exactly. You have other words besides that? Right, right. And that's why, you know, when he told her that he was falling in love with her and he, you know, yelled it all enthusiastically as he was leaving, same thing he did to Rachel, by the way. I was yeah. like, mm, I don't know, okay. Like, I believed him when he told Rachel. I did not believe him when he told Gabby. It just didn't, it didn't hit the same to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, and of course, throughout this whole thing, uh, we have, you know, different shots of Susie pacing back and forth. At one point, she was going down the spiral staircase saying that she was spiraling while going down the spiral staircase. (laughs) Bachelor Um, production, hard at work there. They got to get their coins. They were working so hard. Yeah. And, you know, obviously she was, um, you know, ruminating and worrying about what was going on between him and the other women in the fantasy suites. And that's when we kind of get this realization from her that she is not going to be okay if he, um, you know, expresses love for somebody else and has sex with somebody else in the fantasy suite. Okay, let's dive into this because we got to... Listen, Susie girl, you're sweet and all mm-hmm. you're on the bachelor. So like, yeah. what do we think about this? Because like, okay, first off, it's messy that they put everyone in the same house. I mean, great TV, but like messy to, and now knowing that, sorry, I'm skipping ahead, but Clayton slept with two people. Yes, and so did. like now knowing that Clayton slept with two people and literally imagine hooking up with someone and then having to come back to the same house that the two other people that he is quote unquote in love with also that's with. why she was that is out so much. messy that was horrible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it so, was messy for them to have the producers to have her go last when they know they that totally we're gonna do that though. who's the most worried about it and well they, yeah. i think they i think they had her go last because like other bachelors have talked about how like the producers always kind of know who the number one is. So I think it's partially like they had her go last because she might've had this reservation and opened that up to a producer, but then she's also like the number one, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like Mm -hmm. they want, and I mean, they did this to Rachel Kirkinell or Kirkconnell or whatever her name is, like on Matt's season, who was obviously number one, still didn't even have the reservations about sex, but Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. the kind of the front runner, whether we knew it or not. Mm -hmm. And- who was Matt's third now that I'm thinking about it? It was Rachel, Michelle, and who? 
Brie. I think oh, it's Brie. Brie. I love Brie. Yeah, we miss you, Brie. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but what do you think about Susie not saying any of that? Like she was just like, so essentially like they got to dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. They had a great, like they had a date made out a bunch and then they got to the date and she was like, I don't know if I can move forward with you if you have told other people that you love them mm-hmm. or if you have been intimate with other people. Yeah. And that was like a major bomb drop. So it was. Uh, what do you think? Okay. I, I, I have heard pretty much all sides of this argument over the past two weeks. And I had to, I have definitely listened. It's like from a show perspective, is not the most fair expectation in the world because that is a very big part of the show however from a real life perspective and I feel like one good thing about Susie is that she was always grounded in the real world and she never really got caught up in the show like she always thought of Clayton as somebody who she could realistically be with be engaged to be married to and have a real life with outside of the show so from that perspective I absolutely would not want my fiance to have had sex or told other women he loved them within a week of me not even a week not even eight hours and it's like if you hear from like past some past bachelors like Nick Vial for example he said by the time he got to fantasy suites he knew Vanessa was going to be his last choice so he made the conscious decision of not having sex with any other woman in the fantasy suites besides Vanessa Clayton is going to argue us up and down that at this point he didn't know who he was going to choose but it seems very Us. obvious he started this week saying that he was the most in love with Susie. So unless yeah. something dramatic happened with him and her in the bedroom that would change his mind about picking her, logically, why would he have sex with two other people if he already has in the back of his head that more than likely that third person is going to be his choice? So like I said, I see both sides of it. I lean more on Susie's side of the argument. Oh, we're going to disagree. I know. I know know we are. Go ahead. Let me, let me hear it. (laughs) That's why. No, I mean, I think it's partially is the show, but I also Mm. think that like, I do think number one, there's a power dynamic and him being the lead and her being the, like the contestant of the show. And I think that's where this show gets so messy is that Mm -hmm. like, it is a game show. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is like, are real people involved? Yes. Are real feelings involved? Yes. But it still is a game show, you know? And so like, I just do think that I don't, I don't know if I put it on Clayton or put it on Susie, but I just like, this happens every single time. And like, mm-hmm. let's talk Rachel Kirkinell Cause that's our last bachelor season. She got to Matt and she didn't say, Hey, I can't move forward with you if you were intimate with other people. But she was just like, I'm feeling very worried and I'm feeling very mm-hmm. upset and I'm feeling very this like, and that, and I just like, you know, I, part of me wishes that like Susie would have done that where were they in Vienna, you know, in to just be like, this is how I'm feeling about all of these situations. I get it. It's a major Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, like, look at, uh, Teddy, you know, she told him she was a virgin and then he was like, he pretty much was like, I'm not attracted to Mm -hmm. anymore, Mm -hmm. you know, whether or not he says that or not. And so like, and I definitely agree with that aspect of it, that I feel like she should have made it a point to have that conversation with him before, maybe at hometowns, hell, maybe even before then. Yeah. Cause I, and I get her argument that, well, the person she wants to be with, she doesn't want to have to tell them that, but you're in a different situation than in real life. I also think that that's a little naive. Like Mm -hmm. you're essentially saying, Hey, 
the person that I want to end up with or marry is the type of person who is going to think the same as me. And like, like that to me is at least the way it came off because she was like, well, the person that I'm with just wouldn't sleep Mm -hmm. with someone else or just wouldn't be intimate with someone else or just wouldn't. And in real life, they probably wouldn't, but that is where the show comes into play. Correct. In real life, the person that you're probably going to end up with probably isn't going to sleep with three people in the same week. How not? You know, (laughs) he asked you to marry him. Right. But I do think that like, it is just naive to like, Mm -hmm. again, like Susie, you're an adult, like you have your own voice, like set your own expectations. They're hard. Mm -hmm. And And if anything, I kind of think- I think the love thing may have been worse than the sex thing, to be honest. Yes. I think thinking about him possibly being in love with two other people also, as he kept saying that he was, even though he so-called loved her the most, and we'll get into that. Um, I probably, that would have turned me off even more so than the sex thing. That, oh, totally, okay, totally. You explored these relationships physically. That's one thing, but you're straight up telling me that you have told them that you love them too. That's a lot. And that's something that you definitely don't have to do. I mean, you don't have to have sex with people in the fantasy suites either. You really don't have to keep telling everybody that you're in love with them. And it's like going into a week where I could potentially be getting engaged to you. I would like to go into that week with the confidence of knowing that I am the only person that you at least told you love. I love you too in the past 72 hours. Which is like partially why I wish they just waited to do the love thing. Like I I know it used to be so taboo, you know, but like even Katie did it with Blake. Now she didn't love, who was her second? That Uh, black boy? The painter. No, no. I can't remember his name. Something like that. I can't remember. If any l- new listeners, Lord is black. <laughs> so she can say that black boy. I'm just making sure. <laughs> they don't think that you a white woman talking about. Literally, they're, 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 they're going to come after me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, she did that with Blake too. Like he got mm-hmm. down on his one knee and did his yeah. whatever. And then mm-hmm. she was like, one thing I have to tell you, I love you, you know. I, I don't know. I, I just kind yeah. of Ben Higgins changed the playbook there, but even Matt like was yeah. very careful about his words. I just he think was. Clayton is Clayton like was too until this week. He yeah. wasn't going near that word until this week until, and I just really feel, okay, here's, I'm going to go off on a tangent and here's my high horse. Okay. We should not be picking bachelors who aren't at least top three there. I said it bachelors uh, yeah. or bachelorettes who are mm-hmm. not top three because yeah. I, and this is controversial in bachelor nation, but I genuinely believe when you look at someone like Clayton or mm-hmm. Katie or Matt, who mm-hmm. have all been leads recently, mm-hmm. they were, did not have their heart broken on national television. Right. You know, like they right. went home first off, Matt wasn't even on a season first and no, foremost, he was but not. Katie and Clayton both were like, went home week Seven, five, six, and so yeah. like, they like them enough. Like I, I found it so interesting this whole season that Clayton's like, yeah, my last relationship was like five years ago. And I'm like, you were on Michelle's season. Like, right. you know, like, does that not count? Clearly. Exactly. Doesn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. so it's like, when you go on this thing and you get to that final part, first off, you know what that's going to be like to yeah. go to a hometown, to go through fantasy suites, to know what that process is like. And I feel like had he made it further, he yeah. could have had some more empathy, empathy. to what that yeah process looks like so that's number one I think number two also too like making it that far and like having your heart broken Mm -hmm. be broken on national television would make him more sympathetic for you know you only end up with one person and so Mm -hmm. when you make it that far it's like had you felt those emotions 
I think mm-hmm. it's so important, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah I know true. Rachel Lindsay is, ta- I mean, she was number three. She wasn't number two, but she had talked about like, after I went through that, I made sure that my final three each got a personalized like breakup. And yeah. she was like, I made sure that my second didn't have to come down and propose to me. Like right. we weren't going to do that. It was only going to be me and my number one. Right. Right. It was just so excruciating Yeah, to, to go through that. And I, yeah. so I think that's important. And also too, I feel like when you are not top three, you feel mm-hmm. like you have something to prove, you right. know? And I, right. I felt that a lot in Matt James's season, Katie's season. And again, here in Clayton's season to be like, I'm going to be the best bachelor. I'm going to be the best bachelorette or like, yeah. you know, because nobody really knows who the hell these people are. Right. You know, we did yeah. not know anything about Matt James besides these little cameos. Like yeah. we didn't know Katie, a lot about Clayton to be yeah. honest either. Literally all of us are yeah. like who Clayton Colton, who, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think. True. I think when you don't have someone who's gone through that part, who's like, I feel confident in this process. I feel confident in this journey. I feel confident in all these things. Like mm-hmm. there's, I, and I think we saw a lot of that play out with Clayton of like, I have to leave here with one woman and mm-hmm. we'll get into a little bit of like how that played out and how he was fighting for people to stay and to do all these things. But like, I think that there was a level of him of like, I'm the bachelor and the bachelor leaves with one person and yeah. that's what I have to do. Right. And again, I think part of that is just being naive and like yeah. never having seen the process past week five or six. Right. That's, that's true. my that's true. And also him not doing his homework and saying he's seen very little of the show before. That is so stupid. That is just know. plain stupid. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't seen how horribly this usually plays out when you're just throwing love around to everybody that'll listen. And we, I thought he was being very careful because like I said, he literally refused to even go there with the L word until this week. And I'm not really sure what his motivation was for it. Uh, but yeah, like it's just the fact that he waited so long to say it and then he couldn't stop saying it. It was a lot. And I mean, I don't think we're going to have to worry about this uh, moving forward because anybody with half a brain is one, going to read up on the show that they're going to be the star of. And two, they're not going to touch the L word with a 10 foot pole if they are the no. lead, thanks to Clayton. <laughs> so I don't think, hopefully we won't have to worry about this. <laughs> literally for a while because the fallout definitely was way worse than what it needed to be but yeah we'll we'll definitely get there so yeah he told Susie that he was in love with her um Susie brings up her basically kind of her ultimatum that you know if he has expressed love or said he has had sex with anybody else he does not she does not think that she's going to be able to move forward Clayton is absolutely crushed super unhappy about this he tells Susie that he is the most in love with her um you know ask her why would she do this she says she doesn't think he can get past it he was like you know just because I you know had sex with somebody or was intimate with somebody else he finally ended up admitting that he was intimate with both Gabby and Rachel and that was really the point of no return in that conversation because he was kind of dodging it at first he kept saying saying like a person a person a right, person right and then he finally was forced to admit that it was both of them because he was getting all caught up in his lies um and yeah after that it just went really downhill I mean Susie was mostly quiet from what we saw and it was a lot of him being extremely angry him blaming her for the situation him saying he doesn't recognize her um anymore he doesn't know who's sitting in front of him um he can't believe she did this and then it kind of turns into a well I'm gonna break up with you before you break up with me type of thing and this I was, was uh not spiraling this is yeah. called spiraling 101 this was mm-hmm. like actually 
first off, like hard to watch on TV. Number yep. two, I was like, um, excuse me, Clayton, this is not a toddler. Like you are a grown man, like, but you mm-hmm. look like a toddler. He did. And three, it was also just like hard to watch. He was chewing her out, be, basically. Yeah, like just yeah. to be disrespected in that way mm-hmm. and to have someone go through that. I mean, like essentially- I get it. Like you went into fight or flight. This woman, again, that you are like, you are my number one mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. leaving, you know, yeah. and she's, or she's trying to process it, or she's trying to think about it, or she's trying to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And you are, and you're saying I'm the most in love with you, mm-hmm. but, and she's in the same way that like, she's saying like this, he's freaking out now I think one thing about Clayton I think it was Nick Vial who said this mm-hmm. but um had said something along the lines of like he, Clayton really leaned heavily into being the bachelor yeah you know? I was just gonna and, bring that up mm-hmm. <laughs> look mm-hmm. at us mm-hmm. and really thought like okay well because I am the bachelor the bachelor gets to do this or yeah. this is what the bachelor is and I Partly it's a job and I understand that. And I get that, which like also dude, if this is your job, like watch Ooh. some of the episodes, mm-hmm. know what's happening in the series, know what goes on. Prepare so for you your can, job, like, train, you know, train. aren't <laughs> yep. you a football player? Like, right. but yeah. And he, yeah. I felt like there was this thing of like, well, I'm the bachelor, which means I get multiple fantasy suites. Like, why aren't you? Yeah. Like, it was like, he was treating her like she was taking that away from him or something. And I kind of feel like, like you said, he was so caught up in his role of being the bachelor. And it's like, oh, now you're taking away my, some of my identity of being the bachelor, because this is a right. part of my journey. And that's I think Nick or somebody else brought this up too, that it's like, it's not just your journey though. It's right. like, he, I think Nick was like, um, Clayton acted like he, it was just his journey to find love, not him and somebody else's journey to finding love together. And it's like, Clayton was just only thinking of it for himself. And it's like, well, I did this, but why should I, why, how can you hold me responsible for something I do? Cause I'm the bachelor. And it's like, correct. Bro, correct. You know. And it's just like, it was just yeah. childish again, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I mean, watch a man talk to me like that and see what happens girl it was i mean susie was speechless she was absolutely speechless. i mean he said so much stuff he said that she invalidated everything they had she dropped the bombshell on him he said anything she says doesn't matter anymore and then he walked her out and on her way into getting into the car he was just like you know he brought up his faith and basically God. saying that the person who's the person for me wouldn't do me like this wouldn't destroy me like this so I guess we're done so like I said he tried to pull a I'm breaking up with you before you break up with me even though she had already broken up with yeah her. I mean it was literally spiraling he was like mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to be the one hurt from this so I'm gonna hurt you yeah yeah and just- okay some some kind of outside information so he said since this came out because he went on like a podcast spree where he was doing all the podcasts before the finale and he said that one thing that had kind of entered his mind that kind of added to his anger was he basically thought that she was just there using him to become the bachelorette in that moment which was wild to me I don't understand why her saying that she's not okay with her potential fiance having sex and being in love with two other women right before they get engaged how does that equate to her wanting to be the bachelorette? The bachelorette and also too, like if you genuinely thought that she was there for quote unquote, the wrong reasons, like that would have come out. I thought that was just such a lame excuse. And it was excuse. like he was trying to explain why he was so angry and there's right. no explanation. Right. Like he was like, wow. Also too, like, I'm going to 
Hmm. How do I say this? <laughs> because I don't want to accuse anyone of anything. But like, I do think it's very telling to see how your significant other and you fight. I yeah. think it's very telling to know what that looks like and to see that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, especially that fight would see- have been a major red flag right. for me. As- and I think it as- was for Susie. Well, and especially to know what it's like under stress and know what it's like, Mm. because again, like we all have communication skills, like all of us have done therapy, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we know what's right. We know what's wrong. And I think it's easy to be like in a perfect world, I would act this way. And Mm -hmm. this is how we'll communicate. And we're going to wrap it up in a tiny bow and like, love it. Mm -hmm. However, like lots of times, especially in life, they're just like stressors that happen, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. like fights that you don't even really know why you're fighting, but you're stressed out about something and all of these things are coming up. And so Mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know. It would be really telling to me to have essentially like our first fight. Now, again, it's the bachelor, it's in this fake world and it's blah, 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 blah. But to have that be like, Hey, this is how you have a major outburst. I know. Right. Because it just turns into something like very petty um literally just attacking her is what it turned into and it was just totally unnecessary and later on we'll kind of talk about because Susie has been on podcasts and things like that she she's talked about her reaction to it and later on when they talk she'll bring up her reaction to it and it's literally exactly what we thought like she felt humiliated and I don't blame her and it's like if I didn't want to leave before I definitely would have wanted to leave after you just oh acted my a God, fool like yeah. this. Like he didn't even give her a chance to really process. Cause I think before he blew up, she was kind of trying to go back and forth in her mind. Like, okay. I mean, I know I said, I wouldn't want somebody who did this, but we are on the show and he is the bachelor and he has this journey. Like, I feel like she may have been even trying to justify staying in her head. And if he would have been, pushing her in the right direction the conversation could have ended differently but because he just flew off the handle she was like well no hell no I need to get out of here for yeah. real it was like fight or flight for her as well in that moment like okay I guess I'm right to want to leave because I definitely don't want to be with somebody who's going to act like this when they're upset at me 100% you know 100% Ooh, come course. on Susie but so I mean I mean it was telling he did get up and he walked her out he walked her to the limo he did he did and so that's where that episode ended uh, going into the next episode we begin with uh Clayton in church alone with a choir <laughs> singing so we're back to the church thing after this man just slept with two women um and I just didn't understand <laughs> Yeah, that that like it like I guess it like was supposed to be like him praying or asking for forgiveness or like some random yes, something BS. Yeah. Right, right. So Clayton starts talking to Jesse. Um, he decides that because of the situation with Susie and how that went, he wants to be 100 percent transparent with the other women and you know, lay everything out on the table. And Jesse being as messy as he is, does not try to stop him <laughs> from doing this. Also, like Jesse, I thought you had done pretty well at Women Tell All, and mm-hmm. here you just went down the toilet again. Like, you are not adding any value. Like, mm-hmm. your role as, at least in my opinion, your role as host is to be there to provide some value, to pre- be there to guide, to be there to offer any advice or wisdom, and there was just nothing. 
That's why Nothing. maybe they should have chose Nick Vial to be the host because he wanted On, to be or, the host and he would have been telling Clayton that you're full. Probably too much. Nick probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick. Nerve. I think Nick is a <laughs> I I have a love-hate relationship with Nick, but mm-hmm. and I feel like he might have been a little too much, you know. He would have. But like even like a Wells, like I would have wanted I wanted Wells. Yeah, I wanted Wells for sure, for sure. Um, so then we get to the rose ceremony from hell uh we finally get the infamous line that we've been seeing all season in the previews that i'm in love with all of you and i was intimate with both of you and rachel and gabby's faces drop they both leave the room in opposite directions um you know rachel is somewhere just sobbing on the stairs gabby is like backstage about to pack her shit and just go (laughs) Like they handle things. I love how I think this SRS <laughs> season, spoiler alert, is both of them. It's gonna be so great because of how differently different they yeah. handle things. Cause it's literally polar opposites. Gabby was like, I'm I'm ready to go. She said, um, got it. She said, I'm done. <laughs> right. So he ends up talking to Gabby first. Um, and she tells him that it is just too much. She says, uh, and he tells her that whoever he picks is who he loves the most. Well, wait, I think, I think, I think you missed an important part. They're oh, standing there at the rose ceremony and Susie doesn't walk up. And so they're oh, both yeah, yeah. standing there and they're just mm-hmm. like, it's Where's weird. Susie? It's like, Susie's not here. And I, that's how he kind of goes into it. He was mm-hmm. just like, Hey guys, I want to let you know, like Susie's not here yeah. and it's time this for me why. to be honest. Yeah, also yeah. too, like, and we'll see this as a trend. Clayton, why do you have to like tell people in a conference call? Like this wasn't like- That is somebody who cannot handle conflict. Conflict. And he he thinks that that is the path of least resistance, even though it's literally the opposite. Yeah, literally the opposite. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so him and Gabby are talking. Uh, He he tells her that he's going to pick who he loves the most. He does not tell her that he has already stated that that person is Susie. He conveniently leaves that out of all of this um which will definitely come back to bite him in the ass uh gabby i mean she handles this situation like a g like she makes tons and tons of good points um kind of going back at him basically saying that you know we're not all the same person and just because this conversation was important to Susie, it doesn't mean that it's important to me nor rachel and why aren't you treating us like individuals and this why aren't you treating us like individuals think is it keeps getting brought up because it's literally a trend of his that he just likes to think of everybody as a as a block of yep. people <laughs> instead yep. of individuals. Um, then he talks with Rachel. She is super super upset. Rachel is a choir, is a crier, which I definitely understand. Um, she I was so like, sad. Miss Girl lost her nail. Oh my god! I mean, and then the next episode, she was losing eyelashes left and right. Like Miss Girl was really going through it. He really was. Um, (laughs) And he, she tells him that she doesn't understand how he can be in love with three people. He tells her, you know, can we just take this day by day and work on this? Like this isn't over. All this type of crap to keep her from leaving. Um, we get to the rose ceremony. Rachel obviously accepts his rose and Gabby turns down the rose and asks to be walked out basically. But instead of walking her out, him and Gabby have another conversation where he basically convinces her to stay. I mean, she tells him that she doesn't want to be the most, she doesn't want to be the most loved. She just wants to be, you know, love for who she is and you can't measure love, all these things that is just absolutely correct um people i feel like gabby doesn't get enough credit for how smart she is I feel oh my like god 
don't think that she's smart maybe because of how she talks or something or because she's so goofy but she is very intelligent she's very emotionally intelligent as yeah. well so there are so many just like things in this I think first and foremost like this tells me Clayton that you've never been in love before sorry mm. to say it like mm. I think he what's Clayton's 27 so he's yeah. like he keeps saying oh the last time I told someone I love them he was 22 so like you were at a different stage of your life, you know, Absolutely. and like a 22 year old love is a very different than a 27 year old love. It is. Um, and just like maturity and all these things, because like, to me, this like literally seems like high school dating where you're like dating someone for a week and you're like, well, I love you. And it's yeah. like, well, you don't actually love that person. Like mm-hmm. you're probably in lust with that person. Mm-hmm. And there's probably like, you probably have a connection with that person, but Clayton's like, oh, emotional connection. And I'm attracted to love. You know, yeah. and he's like literally throwing around like Oprah and cars is like, mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. I love yeah. you. And, you know, and yeah. I think what is so devastating is that like, and again, I think Gabby is so emotionally mature. And like, I think not that she was the perfect one to handle this situation, but I feel like I was so happy to see Gabby there because what I will say about Rachel is like, she just reminds me kind of of every bachelorette or yeah. like every, sorry, but like white girl we see on this show who's just like sad and upset and like I think she has some spunk to her and I'm excited to see her as the next bachelorette Mm -hmm. but she just kind of sat there and like sobbed and like Gabby Mm -hmm. was like okay but like what happened you know she was like tell me what happened like (laughs) yeah and I'm like oh thank god because that's what I'm wondering too you know and to me it was so funny because Clayton's like okay so I was intimate with both of you and so you know intimacy and she's like I, I don't need to like, know of it. Don't tell me all of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. you're like, oh, Clayton's here mansplaining what yeah. intimacy is. You know, yes, he was. and then he's like, well, you know, I told, and she was like, what do you mean? Like you were saying, like, what do you mean that you're gonna love the 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 one you love the most? Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, love. And I thought this was one of the most important sentences of the whole entire series. Mm-hmm. But when you tell someone you love them, you take responsibility for them. Yes. Yeah. And I thought yes. that was just so poignant. And that mm-hmm. was just so like important in this situation. Mm-hmm. And again, just showed you how much Gabby would have walked over Clayton had they ended up together mm-hmm. in the sense that he's not ready for somebody like Gabby. He's not ready for someone who has mm-hmm. like a very strong will or who, you know, mm-hmm. wants all these things. And I thought, I did think it was just so important for Gabby to be like, you have to own up for this. Like, yeah, we say this all the time on this podcast and every decision that you make, there is intended and unintended consequences. And mm-hmm. again, maybe your intention going into this was like, let's start from a clean slate. Let's mm-hmm. do all of this. But like, look at your unintended consequences. And what I thought was so sad and honestly heartbreaking is you're sitting, you're standing there and both of those girls walk off and they sob. And you just mm-hmm. literally see Clayton there and you're hearing these girls sob. Oh my gosh, that was so It was much. awful. And I it like, was part of me was like, Clayton, go to someone. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, well, who you go to is who you love more. Like mm-hmm. in this scenario, since you've set it up as like, again, we're on a game show and you keep telling these girls, well, the winner is the one that I love the most. And it's yeah. like, you, I think there are ways you can measure love, but like love isn't necessarily like a, on today you get love and tomorrow you don't get love, you right. know? Right, and like, exactly. And I feel like Gabby knew that. Like, I feel like that yeah. is why she wanted to leave. I feel like she knew and why she tried so hard to have Clayton really verbalize it. Cause maybe she was trying to help him realize you're not in love with three people. 
oh, you are not sure. in love with three people. Well, I feel like that's I feel like that is the one thing that she did not say that she was thinking. And I somebody brought this up on another podcast, but the theory is that she stayed for Rachel's sake. She oh knew it wasn't her. She knew there was no way that he could be in love with three people. She knew he was full of it, but she stayed because she cared about Rachel and she didn't want to just leave Rachel high and dry. And judging by all of Gabby's other behavior and all the things that she said and how she handled the situation and how she was able to kind of take her emotions out of it and look at it logically, I think that's exactly it. I think she knew that Clayton is full of shit. It's not going to be me, but I love my girl, Rachel. I don't want to leave her hanging. I don't want to leave her like this. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm just going to stay for no, another couple of days and see what's happening. I know he's not my person. I know I'm not getting engaged to him, but I'm just going to stick it out just to see what happens. I really yeah. feel like that's why she ultimately ended up. Because think about the things that he said to her. He didn't say anything that would have realistically convinced her to stay if she truly wanted to leave. No, you know what I'm saying? And I think too, I think what solidified that for Rachel was when they did do the rose ceremony, which like, God, how awful to be like, okay, girls, now get back and stand up straight. What was even the point with having two roses and two people there? And that's why, once again, he was just so caught up and being the bachelor after that whole ordeal, he should have just said, picked up over us. Here, here you ladies go. Um, you know, let's just get out of here. Like you didn't have yeah. to still go through that formality of a rose ceremony when there are two roses and two people. Why? Literally. Well, that, and when he called Rachel's name first, like that's when Gabby knew she was like, mm-hmm. if Susie was here, I wouldn't be here, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And also too, like, I thought it also, again, just showing you like Rachel, we're a Rachel Stan podcast now. Um, yes. not Rachel Kirkconnell, but the other Rachels we love. <laughs> um, but where she, when she was, she was like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine the, like, what emotions Rachel must've been going through. Was she like, did I win? Are we getting engaged? She, was, she like, was upset. Like she literally dropped to the floor and was probably about to start crying again because she doesn't, even though she truly did love Played and I truly do believe her. Oh no, that girl she didn't want to win by default. By and default, she knew no. that if Gabby would have left, then she was winning by default. Right, right. So like, mm. and when Gabby came back, she didn't even look at Clayton, talk to Clayton. Nope. The first thing she said to Rachel is, "I'm sorry." Yep. And Rachel asked her, "Are you okay? Like, what's going on?" Like, that was a really, really lovely moment between those two. That they were like, you know, we got each other. Yeah, <laughs> that was really, really nice. Um, so yeah, both of them ended up saying, uh, they had the saddest, uh, role ceremony toast in history. Everybody just looks so upset and so sad and distraught. Um, and I believe that this did live up to the hype. They called it the role ceremony for hell. I believe that it was role ceremony yep. for hell. Well, the people try to say it wasn't that bad. I thought it was fucking awful. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> name, name a worse one. Name right. a worse one. Right. Seriously. <laughs> like a worse Seriously. one. I mean, I guess that girl fainted at one, but like she was fine she was fine yeah yeah this was bad I mean others were like awkward but this was just it was brutal it was brutal to watch because this whole time we still all have in the back of our head but he said he loves Susie the most so when is that Mm. gonna come up (laughs) that's so important because Clayton kept saying like I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest but the one thing he wasn't honest about was that he loved Susie the most and he told her that and he told us that he told everybody except for Gabby and Rachel who were the two people who needed to know the most, actually. Because then they probably would have made the decision there to just go. And Gabby, every- would, had she known mm-hmm. that information, for Gabby sure, Gabby's gone. Gabby's yep. gone. Yeah, and 
probably Rachel too. I'm not 100% convinced, but probably Rachel. She probably would have just followed Gabby out the door. Um, So then we cut to a scene at the After the Final Rose where Jesse is on stage talking to past uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette. This was funny. Yeah, Claire, Nick, and Michelle. It was kind of, but I kind of liked it. I kind of wish it would have lasted a little bit longer because he really only asked them all like one and a half questions. Yeah. Well, I also- some great things to say then too. Yeah. Well, I also think because Jesse doesn't give us anything, it's nice to see the other people, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like if this was like- Right. Like if Jesse was like doing his job and like what he was supposed to do, I think I would have probably enjoyed it a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but because he wasn't that way- um, it was nice yeah. to see them. I just, Claire just makes me laugh. <laughs> Why does like, she make you laugh? She, I'm just like, she's just like an anomaly, you know, yeah, like yeah. she's just like, she's something else. Like every time she gets on the screen, mm-hmm. she's just something else. I agree. I, I actually really like, I forget about that. her. And then I'm like, Oh, Claire, you're oh, yeah. psychotic, but okay. Hey, she, girly. <laughs> she kind of is. Yes, she is. Like, it's okay, girly. <laughs> we love you for it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Nick brought up a good point that he, that Clayton had convinced Gabby to ignore her gut while leaving out the fact that he was in love with Susie the most. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was just all downhill after that. So then we get to uh, meet Clayton's family. He tells them that he fell in love with three women, but that Susie left. And the reason why the Susie left, he gets into that with his parents. His dad is just absolute a uh, no-nonsense king. Uh, he straight up tells him, I mean, I don't blame her for leaving. I don't blame L- him. Literally, for his dad said, I would have <laughs> smacked you. I said, oh, dad. dad. His, his mom is trying to be understanding, but even she is like, are these other two women just a consolation prize or what's going on? Like, I mean, parents clocked it so quick, so easily. And then we're still, and we all clocked it. We're still trying to figure out what's not clicking for Clayton and why he's still going through all this. Um, so yeah, they get to meet the other women. They meet uh, Gabby first and then they meet Rachel. Obviously, you know, the women are kind and wonderful. Parents love them both. Um, dad is literally sitting there in shock that they're still even there. I mean, it kind of felt like he was kind of trying to bust Rachel's bubble a little bit because it, it felt like Rachel had almost forgot about what had just happened two days before then um, mm-hmm. because she was just, you know, absolutely glowing about uh, Clayton and his dad was like, hmm. Are you sure you can trust them? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is his son and somebody's family is telling you this. You probably need to listen. Um, And yeah, I just felt like this was just so weird for his family to have that conversation and to know everything that had just transpired and then try to meet them and act like everything was totally cool and totally uh, normal. But I'm like I said, I feel like the women did a good job at not seeming too phased about it even so even though Gabby did kind of feel like she was still a little apprehensive about the whole situation I feel like she knew the jig was up and she Mm -hmm. was just kind of going through the motions um or whatever so then um after he meets after they meet uh his family he's talking to his family again and he lets them know that he can just not let go of Susie he is still thinking about Susie and he does not know what to do um he is trying to just sing Susie's praises to his family and his family was like I mean but she left you though literally (laughs) (laughs) 
Like they basically like, why are you still even considering Susie when you have these two wonderful, beautiful women who you claim to be in love with right here and ready to get engaged to you? Like this just doesn't, this doesn't make any sense or whatever. Um, And so let's see, he says he, he has something special with all the women, but it's more special with Susie. He says all all of them have his heart, but a big part of his heart left with Susie. AKA I love Susie and I'm over the rest of them. And the family was too stunned to speak. The family was too stunned to speak. So (laughs) let's get, let's dive into this. First off, you sit and you tell these girls that you are in love with them, but you Mm -hmm. slept with both of them. And you're like, please don't leave me because I'm so desperate to walk off of here with someone. I have to someone right with someone I like, Mm -hmm. and that person, I really want it to be Susie yet. I am also the bachelor, which means that I have to have a final hometown with my parents and I need people to show up to that. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah, literally. And so he convinces these girls to stay, which, and we find out later that like Rachel was literally crying herself to sleep, like is absolutely a mess like it didn't end it didn't end after the rose ceremony they were still very how would it like yeah you know like nor how how would it um Mm -hmm. so but so he's going through all of this then uh, Gabby gets there. I think the dad liked Gabby more than he liked Rachel, you know? I think, I think he knew that Gabby was more realistic. Yeah. And, yeah, and well, Rachel was think, more kind of yeah. dreamy and, you know, yeah. romantic and romanticizing this whole thing. Whereas Gabby is like no bullshit like he right. is. And I think the dad really appreciated that where I think the mom liked Rachel more yeah. because, and one thing I will say is I think Rachel is the only person in the whole entire show, even Susie, even Gabby, mm-hmm. who ever articulated yep. these are the reasons in which I love Clayton. And, and these are sense. the reasons yep. of which I want to be with Clayton, you yep. know? Yeah. And um, I think like, you know, Clayton's family, I forgot he had brothers, but they were there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And uh, those were kind of laughing at them too. Like we didn't really get a lot of their commentary, but every time they would cut to the brothers, their faces would like, well, it was just like, imagine (laughs) coming in. Imagine, I mean, like, imagine if these were your parents, like Mm -hmm. imagine, first off, imagine if I had to, my parents were flying out to Iceland. We're in a country that they knew nothing about. These cameras are shoved in their face. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yo, mom and dad, like I fell in love with three people and I slept with two of them. And then I told all of them that I slept with each other, but I have to walk out of here and propose to someone tomorrow. So just do that. My parents would have looked Mm -hmm. me dead in the face and said, wrong. I'm leaving. You need to pack your bags and come. Yeah. And we all need to go. (laughs) Like something is wrong with you. Like mm-hmm. you, like you need to come home and you need supervision. Yeah. You yeah. know, I feel like his dad knew that he let being the bachelor really go to his head and oh really my God. get, let him make some really horrible uh, decisions. And yeah. And at the end of that, I mean, you know, Jesse ends up telling him that Susie is of course still in Iceland. Cause they're not just going to send her home right away. Yep. And if he wants to see her, then that is a possibility. So we're kind of left with the cliffhanger of, will he talk to Susie and what's going to happen when he talks to Susie. Then we get another after the final rose where it was Clayton. I mean, I'm sorry, Caitlin, Rodney and Cassie from Colton season who we literally haven't seen in years. <laughs> also, it, like, took me, it took me a second to figure out who these people were. Ooh, really? <laughs> well, Kayla, Kayla looked very different with dark hair instead of her like blonde hair. Um, yeah. You know, we, Rodney was just kind of a fan fave. He's the guy that everybody wanted to be bachelor instead of Clayton. Um, and they, they, the, the one who they, who, they, who they took his, um, 
catchphrase from when he was like, mm-hmm. I'm the underdog. The underdog. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's kind of, I didn't really get too much out of that final conversation with Caitlin, Rodney and Cassie. Did you? No, no, it was, again, I it took me a second to figure out who they were because again, the woman was too stunned to speak. Too that to speak. They literally were like, um, uh, so yeah. So like Susie's just here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. And his family, like I said, family was just as confused as we were about why Rachel and Gabby were still here and why he was about to start chasing them <laughs> while they're still here. Because at this point, he has not let them go. So that brings us into part two of the finale. Um, Jesse- Again, we're like two oh, for two episodes that mm-hmm. I'm ending with my like jaw on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm texting Meg like, it's what bleak. the hell did I just watch? And I'm like, I need to watch this again. Yep. <laughs> Literal disbelief. Yep. So we begin the next episode uh, with Jesse um, asking Susie to go see Clayton. Susie goes to uh, his family's Airbnb, uh, which is, I forgot to bring up, his brother made a point to tell either Rachel or Gabby that they found that place on Airbnb. Clearly that was an ad because no, no, he really didn't. The producers no. found that place. <laughs> No. Like yeah, that was so the the they tried so hard to get Airbnb in there. And it was horrible and it was very obvious. Oh my gosh. Uh next time just have an ad or something like a regular ad. Like come mm-hmm. on. Um so Susie walks into the Airbnb, Airbnb and she is immediately introduced to Clayton's parents which I know she was not expecting and she did not act like she was expecting that. And before they even have a chance to sit down, she is immediately like um can I go talk to you outside? Like I'm literally not imagine here. walking in there and he yeah. says hey, these are my parents. Clayton, how dumb do you have to be? He's so dumb. You and He's like so we all knew that Susie was going to be coming like this is where one of those things where it's like Clayton is like, I have to do everything that producers tell me and I can have no agency, which I'm like, you are just a puppet man. Like, yeah, he is. He you is. know, because like, I get it. Like they wanted that to be awkward. They wanted that to be its thing. Fine. It was going to be awkward for her to meet his parents regardless. Mm-hmm. However, like common decency is for mm-hmm. him to get up and wait outside for her. And we knew she was coming. Yep. We yep. knew she was coming. We knew that she was going to have to say hi to the parents. Get outside, talk to her by yeah, yourself. Because they literally hadn't even talked since their huge blow up. Literally. And then the first time they see each other, she's immediately, she immediately has to, you know, iron a smile on her face and act like she's happy to meet his parents. That's why I was happy that she really was like, no, like cut the shit. Like, let's go outside yeah. and talk. <laughs> like immediately um so basically they go outside and talk uh she voices to him how she was absolutely humiliated uh through that fight she says she felt like a stray dog who had just ran into his house and he was kicking her out like it just was horrible to her and like we expected it to be because it was um yeah he apologizes he begs for a second chance all this is going on while Gabby and Rachel are still there. Like he is basically voicing to Susie that she is his final pick without saying that. And we're all sitting here knowing that Gabby and Rachel are somewhere hauled up in a hotel. Why did these girls just go through this? Like, why did these two girls, the same thing with Susie, like having to walk in and meet the parents, you just, Mm -hmm. you just traumatize these two Mm -hmm. women. They're not girls. Excuse my language. They are not girls. They are women. You traumatize these two women by making them go through this Mm -hmm. and make them the next day, literally smile, like forget that it all happened, show up with flowers and wine, meet your family, then have to go and like profess like your, their love for you Mm -hmm. in a time in which like they're pissed off. Sorry, they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And like, I, yeah. Wow. Like, like yeah. really Clayton? like you're going to sit here and you're going to end that and say like, well, the only person I thought about, like, again, like, why did, why were they here? Right. Why, why did you make them like, if yeah. you genuinely love these people, which shows me again, that you didn't love them. Mm-hmm. Like you th- had a connection with them. You had an emotional attachment to them, but you did not love them because you are not going to sit there and the person that you love, you protect them. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you are not going to sit there and make these women go through something like this mm-hmm. when you're thinking about another woman, if you love them, if you genuinely and you truly love them, which you didn't. I so. feel like this whole situation just really vindicated Susie and her whole argument because Clayton knew weeks before this happened that Susie was his number one. Susie was the person that he wanted to ultimately end up with. So why did it, it just kind of begs the question back to it again, like, why did you tell the other woman that you love them? And why did you have sex with them? If you knew that Susie was the one, which you clearly did. And that was what Susie was saying. Like, if I'm the one, why are you doing all this? Hold on, I'm gonna play something. <laughs> That's what it was. That's yeah. what was happening. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> like you said, it was lust, it was not love because yeah, it just made no sense. And so he uh, he begs her for a second chance. Um, she tells him that she cannot make a decision right now, and she gets up and leaves. And then that is when Clayton um had in his voiceover let us know that he knows what he has to do. Um, he has to break up with Gabby and Rachel because Susie is the person that he wants to be with. He is sure about it now, and he doesn't want to lead them on any further, even though this is literally the furthest you could have let them on. So, you know, I'm about to say something <laughs> that he should have pulled a Colton. Mm-hmm. He should have pulled a, When he should have ended the show and went after her. Right. Yep. He should have pulled a Colton and we hated Colton for it. But it would not have came out as clean as what Colton did because at that point, Clayton had already had sex with Gabby and Rachel <laughs> and told them that he loved them. So even if he would have pulled a Colton, it still would have got bad and ugly. It yeah. just didn't have to get as bad and as it, we ugly just, as They just did not. There was no reason that they needed to meet your family. They needed to mm-hmm. go through that. And mm-hmm. then also too, like it took you seeing Susie to realize that you had to do this. No, like, you could have like, listen, I know y'all don't sleep on the bachelor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I barely slept at go wild. So I don't mm-hmm. know how y'all are sleeping for a month. Like Same. <laughs> two so, months, shoot. They literally sleep. two months. Yeah. So like go, I don't care yeah. if it's one o'clock in the morning. I don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. then we had a conference call breakup. Yeah. Literally, literally. So he goes into the hotel room where Gabby and Rachel are together um and the women well before he even goes in the women are already speculating that something is up because they both talk about how they both met his family but they didn't have a final date with him and they know how the show goes that usually you meet the family and you have like a final day with the lead before the final decision is made and that second part because they did their homework Mm-hmm. exactly exactly. <laughs> exactly um so he sits down with both of them he says that he wishes he could take it all back he says it's not possible for him to be in love with three people like he thought duh Clayton we've been screaming we, we told you that seriously um and that he said he finally cuts this shit about his heart being in multiple places and he says that his heart is with Susie 
Gabby, once again, like a, a queen, light switch, a light it, switch, immediately gets up to go pack her shit. Like, oh, okay, I'm out. I'm out. Said, you do not have to worry about me. Yep, yep. Rachel is too stunned to speak. Literally, she literally looks like she is in shock. Um, Clayton gets up to go talk to Gabby. Um, yeah, Gabby girl Gabby it, let him have it she is so good at articulating exactly literally what needs to be said like I literally could not I would be in tears I'd be like you, you just suck mm-hmm. like I, that's how Rachel was literally Rachel I is be, us is all of us no, and Gabby and be like is, I hate you and I would be like cussing up a storm but like I'd be <laughs> the whole entire time mm-hmm. you know yep. I wouldn't be able to think speak have my words come out like most I of the mean, time even like when I get mad at John Michael I'm like okay yep. I'm gonna be like okay so at 3 p.m this is the feelings uh-huh. that I was feeling. and you know what I I think because Gabby I feel like like I said I think Gabby had already taken her emotions out of this equation that's why she was able to articulate herself so well and by time they are on stage at the after final rose together I feel like even though she did question him and have some things to say about him emotion all the emotions are gone because they were gone a long time ago she literally left her love and feelings for him in Iceland and she has been free of this she said her piece in this moment while they were still in Iceland and I feel like she was good to go she got her closer um because she tells him like you fought for us to stay because you were pissed and your pride was hurt because Susie left you and you wanted us to leave on your terms and not our own girl dropped the mic literally dropped the mic literally I mean what what he couldn't even say anything because that was just true like he had no excuse because he even said um at another point um she was like she he was like well you know I did love you both and she was like but that was two days ago what has changed in two days you didn't love us like she was basically getting infuriated because he kept saying how much he loved them and she was like you don't cut it out and I think that Gabby, and so one thing I did like about this um, after the final rose is that they played that portion and then Gabby came out and spoke. And mm-hmm. then like, she spoke to Clayton, like right after this all aired. And I think one of the things that was so important and what I, what we keep seeing over about Gabby is like, all she wanted for was for Clayton to take accountability, to mm-hmm. say, Hey, like, and be honest and be really, honest. I, and he never did. Nope. And he never did. You know, he says like, I know I hurt you, but like my feelings were real. Like you know, all of these things. And I, I think just genuinely, she just wanted to be like, she's like, again, I think Gabby doesn't really care that he slept with people. Like she doesn't Mm -hmm. really care that like those types of things happen. What she cared for, like she said, then is that like, he didn't want his pride hurt. He didn't want these women walking out on him. He wanted to like make a fool of them. And like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, and I feel like, you know, obviously we'll never know what Clayton's true intentions were. We can only really speculate. I don't think he ever had bad intentions. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he set out to hurt anybody. I think that Clayton was, like I said, once again, caught up in being the bachelor. And Rachel's going to say later that this was just a very selfish journey for him. He had sex and told Gabby and Rachel that he loved them because he wanted to because he felt like it and he had no regard 
um, for their feelings or what was going to happen to them once he ultimately decided to go with Susie, which we all knew that he was going to do. And he knew that he was going to do like, he really was just like, look, this is about my journey and I'm going to do what I got to do. And he was not thinking about the ramifications of that and how it could hurt other people. Um, Clayton doesn't care about anyone but Clayton. Like, Yeah. You know, and like also too, like, ooh, I was gonna try not to bring race into this, Meg. You know, <laughs> I always try to do that, but here we are again. Like, this just like showed me so much white privilege yeah. on Clayton's part, you know, mm-hmm. of being like, Well, I deserve this, and mm-hmm. I, as white man in this situation, like yeah. I get to have this, and like this is what this means, and this is how it plays out. And maybe you don't call it white privilege, but I do because mm-hmm. like to me, this just showing that like. I've really never had anyone say no to me mm-hmm. and I've really never had opportunities that I haven't gotten, you know, yeah. and I've yeah. never like had to like, like not to say that you haven't gone through hardships or things like that. Cause I don't know your heart Clayton. I don't mm-hmm. know what your life is like, but like, I do know that like you wake up every day and the world is your oyster. And like, that is just not the reality for people who aren't white. (laughs) I mean, yeah, exactly. And I feel like even, even by virtue of him even becoming the bachelor was a huge example of white privilege because if Clayton was the exact same person, but he was a black man or just a non-white person, they wouldn't have made him the bachelor because he didn't make Rodney the bachelor. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, cause black people have to be exceptional before we're given these type of opportunities and we can't be ordinary there has never been an ordinary black person who has became the bachelor or the bachelorette they we have to be extraordinary right so go girl it was too much um and then i was so happy (laughs) gabby brought up uh him addressing them as a group once again the conference visuals uh the conference yes it was just i mean yeah this whole situation couldn't have been handled worse um but gabby was able to really voice her feelings and share her peace as best possible and once again clayton being so caught up in being the bachelor he still has to go with the you know very robotic very ceremonial can i walk you out and gabby tells his ass no no and the crowd at afr went wild you could see them clapping in the little cuts like everybody was so excited he walked himself out and then she walked herself out and that was the end of it um until they got on stage together and yeah gabby couldn't handle that better and once they were on stage together um gabby was really like i said she got up and hugged him i don't think that she had any hard feelings i feel like she was at that point just more invested in making sure that clayton really understood where he messed up and why there was so much hurt and so much fallout um that was really what she was speaking um to him on stage um so yeah we love we love us and gabby everybody was literally going crazy for gabby on twitter at that point like it it, gabby was at all-time high Literally that. And I think like Gabby's the girl that we've all wanted on bachelor for so long, you know, Mm -hmm. because so many times, and again, like we're about to see this with Rachel. Like, I think Rachel is very sweet. I do think Mm -hmm. that she's like very independent and we'll probably see her become more independent in the bachelorette role. But Mm -hmm. Gabby was the person who like said everything in the moment of like, this is how you're making me feel. This is why you're an asshole. This is why you (laughs) suck. And like, we mm-hmm. just don't normally or typically get that 
No. On and I feel like that's why we get so much anger at the Women's Hell All and after the final rose because most people who are on this show are not equipped to be able to say that in the moment. And right. Gabby was perfectly equipped to say that in the moment, and she did. And that's why when she was on after the final rose on stage with him, I didn't see a hint of anger or pain or sadness, anything from her. She was just, she was 100% over it and like I said I felt like she was more speaking for his benefit to try to make sure he understood what he did wrong rather than speaking for her benefit when Rachel and him talk it's for Rachel's benefit Rachel is still trying to get answers where Gabby was over it she didn't need any answers at that point she just wanted some to give him some clarity which was very generous because she didn't have to educate his ass she did not have to give him any of that Mm -mm, nope so um Clayton goes back to talk to Rachel. Rachel, um, she is still literally just sitting there in shock. Soon as he sits down and looks at her, she bursts into tears. She is in absolute shambles. Uh, she tells him that she has continued to fight for him. Um, and they keep showing clips of Rachel's mom and dad. Her mom is literally crying, watching her daughter break down like this. And her dad is ready yeah. to fight. Her dad is literally. I was her. I was her dad. Stage. He was so upset, and I don't blame them. Like, can you imagine seeing your child? I'm. I'm sure she had told them how it went down, but actually being able to see it, to see oh, that. I mean, Lord. imagine. Imagine if this was your daughter, mm. and a man is talking to her that way, and get. <laughs> Girl, all I see I'm is just red. Ima- <laughs> I'm just all ima- I see is red. <laughs> Ah, I'm just imagining it. It's funny. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, she um, you know, they they kind of talk and go back and forth. And at that point, it kind of felt like, and Jesse kind of brings it up to Rachel too, that it almost was like she was, and she was, she was kind of trying to convince Clayton that he was wrong um and that she should stay. And I feel like from her perspective, I think she was just so in love with him and just so caught up and thinking about all the sacrifices that she had already made yeah. to be with him. She didn't want to have all that be in vain. I feel like she felt like giving up on their relationship. It would have made everything that she went through just be for no reason and I feel like most of us have been there before that even when we saw the writing on the wall with a really bad relationship we just could not let it go we just did not want to let it go because we didn't want to feel like we wasted our time and you know wasted our love and went through all this for nothing um so I I really really sympathize with her uh and she thought that she was the winner like that's what it came down to she was like okay I wouldn't be going through all of this shit if this wasn't my person. Like, mm-hmm. I would not be taking this if I wasn't. I don't think she would have slept with him if she didn't think that she was, it was the winner. Her first, for I think sure. that was big to her. I think that was big to her. Whereas then you, I feel like like Gabby seems like she may be a little bit more casual about it, which is obviously fine. Um, yeah. I think with Rachel, I think them sleeping together and the I love to use I think it was a it was it was more than a show to her and I don't think she would have did any of that had she not truly truly felt like she was the one um and it was just sad and once again he asked her you know if they can hug and say goodbye and it's like Clayton what the fuck is the rush why are you rushing them out the door like because he because he doesn't want to feel the emotions mm -hmm. he doesn't want to sit there he doesn't want to deal with it have to take accountability to be like oh man these are the ways in which I messed up that was like, so messed up and it, it was just adding on top of it because i'm just like clayton this is not 
a normal situation where I'm sure the producers are not somewhere in your ear telling you, okay, Clay, now it's time to walk her out. I don't think they're doing that. This is all you. This is all you. You are way past the point in this process to where you should just be putting people in limos and closing the door like it's nothing. You have slept with these women. You have told them that you love them. It's more than that now. Again, you didn't love them, Clayton. I'm so sorry. You did not love them because Mm -hmm. again, if you had loved this individual, Mm -hmm. you would have... And I I just, to me, watching Rachel was the most heartbreaking because she literally was like, oh my God, you're walking me out right now. Because she was in disbelief of how cold and just, like I said, ceremonial he was being about it all. Like, he's just a bachelor and I'm just a contestant. And that's all we are now. Girl. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Rachel was absolutely in shambles. He put her in the car. She breaks down again and, and she's gone. And then we are... With Rachel and Clayton on stage, and you can mm. just immediately see Rachel is seething. She made, and she was crying while she was re-watching, yeah. you know, what happened or whatever. She made sure the first thing she said was that her emotions are not about him. It's not about her feelings for him or anything like that. She makes sure to tell us, and Jesse asked her, like, she's not in love with him anymore. It was really just coming from, a, I think it was coming from a, I can't believe that somebody that I thought I loved treated me like that in front of the whole world. I think that's where it was coming from. Totally. And so, yeah, she was absolutely seething by the time (laughs) Clayton came. Well, again, and I think, I think we all saw her and we had all seen them having this really deep and true and beautiful connection. Like Mm -hmm. I genuinely do think if he had said I was in love with Rachel and Susie, I would have been like, again, probably not, but that makes more sense to me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And so she was genuinely in love with that boy and mm-hmm. she is going through a heartbreak and probably still is like yep if Susie was not that, on the show like, Clayton and Rachel would be together right for now. sure like mm-hmm. they genuinely genuinely had a connection and mm-hmm. she was just again in that same way where I, where I think Gabby had started to work through it and started mm-hmm. to process it she was like no we're done yep Yep, exactly, exactly. And I feel like because of how her and Clayton's conversation went, she did not get that closure that Gabby got in Iceland. So, um, and I mean, she even said it at one point when they were talking that she has gone through this over and over again in her mind since it happened. And she just still just doesn't understand how he could do all this or whatever. She tells him that his journey was selfish um, and that he ended up with a lot of collateral. She was just basically his collateral damage for him, for his journey. um and she said that there was no empathy for her or gabby which i don't think anybody can argue Mm -mm. with um and he says that he should have asked more questions instead of making assumptions and then Susie drops another bomb on us when she reveals that at some point in the fantasy suite he told her that she was the first person that he said i love you to rachel rachel not Susie. i'm sorry yes um yeah that he was i don't know why i put Susie in my notes i literally read my notes it's okay Um, (laughs) thank you but yeah he told Rachel at some point in the fantasy suites that she was the first person that he told I love you to in six years Wrong. what was the point of saying that what was also the point of if, that? if you said that to Rachel what are you telling these other girls are you telling them the same thing exactly and, and what's the point because he couldn't he couldn't turn around and say that to Gabby because he had just told Rachel that what two days before and he couldn't right. say it to Susie because he had just told her that so 
I don't really understand. I, I mean, I guess the whole theme of this whole episode is we don't understand why Clayton did what Clayton does. And I don't even think Clayton understands no. why he did what he did. Here's the thing. so idiotic. Oh, man. I was really trying not to bring race up again. But I, Clayton <laughs> is just being like, well, I need this. And because I need mm. it, I deserve it. And because I deserve it, I'm going to say it. And mm. I'm not going to think. And again, I'm like, here is your white privilege mm-hmm, of like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to think about what this means or who this affects or what this does. I'm, I'm just going to say it to say it. I'm just and like, it. whatever. I'm Why not going to think about it? my other relationships, the other people that I want to be that are still here. I'm just going to think about you and me in this moment. Um, and I'm going to compartmentalize, compartmentalize my feelings and my emotions for you and just go with it as if it's just us two. And it's like, at that point, I feel like Clayton forgot he was on the show also with right. multiple people there. Yep. So, yeah. And um, so basically all this leads to, and it really does explain Susie's anger. I mean, Rachel's yeah. anger, because she ends up asking him. It's my favorite um, question. Why? did you sleep with me did you tell me you love me just so you could sleep with me and he says what what, what? he no. says the man was too stunned to speak <laughs> he was and the whole and like the, the crowd audibly gasped like everybody on twitter audibly gasped. we were like oh. basically she, she said what we were all thinking like clearly you were dropping all these love bombs just so you could get laid and it works again i again i think that's what i mean i was that's why I think we'll see more sass from Rachel, like in mm-hmm. her season or in the mm-hmm. season, because like, she didn't really give me that during the season. Again, she was just like me and was just like sobbing. And was like, mm-hmm. I can't believe this is happening right now. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think we'll get more in the actual side note. I just don't see you being a sobber. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm, I not really, I'm like kind of Abby, more of a Rachel. So this, it, it this just surprising. really, it just really depends. I'm like at first Gabby, mm-hmm. you know? And then I turn into Rachel. Yeah. See, if I feel makes- like, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I'm like that too. I feel like when I'm angry, I'm more of a Gabby, but when I'm sad, I'm definitely yeah. a Rachel. Yeah. And it just depends on what the situation is. Um, but yeah, so he asked her, he, she obviously, uh, he obviously denies it, but it's what we were all thinking. And mm-hmm. even to him, even if he doesn't want to admit it to himself, I think that coupled with the whole being caught up in the show world i think that's ultimately why he was dropping those love bombs he's oh yeah he's not slick and then randomly i didn't know why this was appropriate um they just really wanted to get another like you know barb and peter and maddie and maddie moment with with her parents because they cut to her parents in the crowd and jesse asked her parents if they had anything to say and her parents were too stunned to speak because they didn't want to cuss him out on network television and that's literally what they were gonna do again again when your daughter goes on the bachelor and they the bachelor tries to pull something like this and then they cut to meg they're gonna have to censor it it. all out they're gonna get what they want (laughs) we're gonna gonna get what they want what they came for they're gonna get all the cussing like why why did they do that like why did they do that they just wanted a moment so bad and her parents just they just took the high roll and kept it classy and didn't say much and Clayton had the opportunity to address her parents directly and it's like the last thing I want is for somebody to be apologizing to me for sleeping with my daughter and dumping her and breaking her heart like we don't need to talk directly like you need to talk to her you know what I'm saying because I'm not gonna be nice either (laughs) that was so I hated that part 
Um, so yeah, so that is the end of that with Rachel. Then we go back to Iceland. We get a final row ceremony where Susie shows up looking drop dead gorgeous, but she almost gets swept away in a freaking tornado because it was like yeah. the worst weather. Like, what is with these finales in the bad weather? Because also, they all had horrible weather too. <laughs> Also, I just felt so bad because she showed up literally like in a wedding dress, like the bridal white, like in this thing. And then they're like, okay, go walk out in this like hailing tornado thunderstorm. Insane. You know, they had to like redo her hair and makeup and all that as soon as they got in that building. Like there was just no way she walked directly from outside into that with Clayton. Like they had to help her out. Um, And she said on the podcast that she had that dress because she planned on wearing that dress to the final rose ceremony where you know she was gonna you know allow Clayton to propose to her before everything had transpired so that's why she had on this gorgeous and I saw like it was another podcast um bachelor uh not bachelor happy hour um is it bachelor happy hour what's the bachelor what's like the official one with Becca on it bachelor happy hour yeah that's yeah. bachelor happy hour. it wasn't that one it's another one called it's called bachelor party um, oh I like that one yeah I like that one too they asked they were like why did she show up all dialed up and I'm like y'all watch the show I don't think she had a choice I don't think no. they would have let her just show up in jeans like they wanted to have some type of suspense right um because we would have known that she was dumping him if yeah. she would have showed, showed up in just showed up in jeans yeah so I don't understand what show they're watching <laughs> like y'all know this um so um you know Clayton gives his whole spiel to Susie, how she's the one. He loves her so much. He had, I have this ring. I'll propose to you if you want me to. I just want to be with you. Da 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 da. Um, you know, Clay, uh, Susie tells him, you know, she loves him. She appreciates him and him expressing himself. But, and she, there's always a but. She tells him that she just cannot uh, move forward with him right now after everything that has happened. He asks her if there is a chance of maybe them talking it out and something down the road. And she shuts that shit down too, which I was kind of surprised, <laughs> surprised <laughs> about in the moment. She said, no, it's over. Yeah. Um, and then she leaves. And apparently for the first time in a bachelor nation history um a final rose yeah is denied i had no idea that was the first time that ever happened well i feel like usually it is the bachelor being like let's just date or let's just do that which like you know what clayton for the ride that you brought us on i'm not mad about this no 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 exactly so yeah so they left uh and we get we cut back to jesse where he tells us um this the end of clayton's love story or is it and we're like ooh. and then there's so much mystery around you know what woman is going to come out and who's with him and it is revealed that after the show Susie reached out to him literally like on the flight home like once she got home she was like she was already sliding into Clayton's DMs just for them to talk um they started talking uh they talked all the time for a few weeks and then they eventually ended up in a relationship together so as we stand Clayton and Susie are happily in a relationship not engaged um and he's not single and I'm shook we were wrong (laughs) yeah I don't know to me this was like such a turn I don't know how you feel about this but I kind of felt like I didn't feel complete after it you know like Mm -hmm. she dm'd him uh, and then they like talked and then apparently they like talked for a really long time Mm -hmm. and then like she said something kind of sus and she was like 
yeah, we like compared our journals to see like where everyone's timeline lined up. And I was like, that's a little weird, but okay. Sure. Think, okay. So she had ended up saying in one of the podcasts they were on, cause they did go through a whole podcast for this past couple of days. Um, she ended up saying that I think she really wanted clarity on if he would have dumped Gabby and Rachel had mm. he known that there was no chance for them to be together. And so she said that he brought up the journal entry from before they talked and before he dumped Gabby and Rachel okay. saying that Susie is the one, like she wanted to be sure that he would not have just ended up getting with one of them if she would have right. known. So I think that's one of the things that they had kind of compared notes on. And they didn't say this, but kind of from, I, I gathered from their conversations, like on the phone and stuff, kind of seemed like they may have put a lot of the fault on what went down between them on the producers uh, and the timeline of the fantasy suite. I don't know. They didn't say that, but it just kind of felt like that to me with them talking about their journals and comparing notes and stuff like that. I'm like, so what did y'all, what else did y'all compare? So yeah. How do you feel about their relationship? I mean, so I find it at the end, you see Susie, Susie like led the whole conversation and at the end, she was like, you did so good, Clayton. And like, I just feel like she is just someone who is going to lead the relationship, which like, I love that. Like, I do think again, we're seeing more of her personality. We're seeing more of her spark. We're seeing more of her spunk, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I personally could come back seeing the things that I saw. Mm -hmm. And like, again, like they just had to go through watching the bachelor together Mm -hmm. and like, what that looked like and so I mean listen if they're happy they're happy I don't necessarily count it as a win quote unquote Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's just like you know we wish them well and we we wish them the best I, I don't know I just part of me wanted it like and then Clayton gave him her final rose but like I don't know. I wanted something more like this is the bachelor, you know, like I wanted him to go backstage and come out with, I don't know, like her sister or I don't don't know. And here's the thing. I think, I think once again, Nick in all his wisdom, he had a lot, he (laughs) actually had a lot of very wise things to say over Clayton season. So I definitely appreciate him for that. I think one of the things that he said, and I agree with is, happy for Clayton and Susie it's great they were able to find their way back to each other but I think what's missing is feeling like Clayton really had to take accountability and even though he had to leave Iceland alone that loneliness did not last long like him and Susie did not even go it didn't even sound like they went a week before they were talking again and even though they weren't immediately back into a relationship or anything like that he clearly knew from talking to her that there was some type of hope and I kind of feel like had he been forced to really be single and really be by himself he really would have had way more time to reflect because at the end of the day okay from his point of view a lot of people got hurt and that sucks but I still am with the person that I want to be with so I must have did something right and it's like hmm it's kind of like when you don't study for a test and you still end up passing, you didn't really earn that grade. You just kind of looked up on it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's kind of how it is with him. Like he didn't earn this 
happy ending. Actually, he did everything in his power to not get a happy ending. And he still ended up with one that he didn't deserve. That's kind of how it feels to me. Like I said, even though I'm happy for him and Susie, I actually liked hearing them on a podcast together and her on Nick's podcast by herself talking about everything it definitely shed a lot of light on it and she kept talking about all the growth he's done and reflecting his done but I still can't help but think that because he was able to get back with her so quickly we're missing out on some accountability and some growth that he would have had to get if he was alone he's not getting that while he's in a relationship he's just not for sure for sure I just think yeah I don't think and I don't think he has to grow you know nope not now he doesn't I mean if him and Susie doesn't don't work out maybe he'll have some growth then you know what I'm saying because if 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 what we saw in the show is a true reflection of where Clayton is in his life right now then he's not ready to be anybody's husband which like that eventually is going to come out if that's the case yeah And, and again like everyone says like all the producers made me do this or the producers this and that but like you also had to say those things you also had to be a part of it so like I don't know it's 50 50 but the one happy thing that I do think that we did get out of it is Mm -hmm. we got two bachelorettes I okay so I fell for the okie doke because when (laughs) Jesse at first when he was like it's not Gabby and it's not Susie I was like hmm, okay is it Teddy you're like, like damn who is that the rest of the cast and then he said it again and he paused and everybody was like <gasps> and he was like it's Gabby and Rachel I said Susie earlier I don't know why I keep calling <laughs> Rachel, uh, Susie I'm so sorry girl um but yeah he said it again and then he announced it and it's awesome like and I'm I was extremely happy that he didn't that he made sure to let us know it's not going to be back-to-back seasons like katie and michelle it's gonna be one season one season the whole way through the first time ever where we've had two bachelorettes at the same time the whole way through and it's going to be insane i'm really it's gonna be messy it. it's gonna be messy mm-hmm. i'm, I'm really ex- excited about it i'm really excited about it i know they also did something similar i know like f boy island is kind of like this mm-hmm. and like Joe Millionaire is kind of like this. And I know Bachelor piloted this in New Zealand. So they've Mm -hmm. done it before. There's a little bit of a playbook. I do think they are scrambling some Mm -hmm. sort. I mean, Nick said that he thinks that this conclusion was came to like in the past week. I think it's because of everything that ended up transpiring and how hurt um, and upset, you know, Gabby and Rachel ended up being. I really feel like had some of this stuff not transpired and they really just picked who they really wanted for the bachelorette i think it may have been gabby i think it could have been her by herself but i think seeing rachel and how hurt she was and how devastated she was you have to you have to do something for her you have to do something to make up for that and i feel like the show knows that they have some responsibility in the hurt that ends up getting caused on these shows so they have to do something about it too so I think because I don't think on her own I don't think that Rachel would have been the best for it I don't think she would have been a no yeah no but I am interested to see like how they do it you know because they said it's 30 men which was Clayton had 30 girls here's also something I will say if they're doing this with the bachelorette I want to see it done with the bachelor too because Mm -hmm. I don't think that it should be like pitting two women against each other to find love I think that they're they need to do it on both franchises right right I think so too I think so too that would be cool and I think I mean he said hopefully 
you know, and maybe he just didn't know at the time. Maybe he was just going based on what they've been doing. But maybe they'll get like thirty men each, or maybe they'll get like no, an extra I, fifteen. I think they're they're like, just getting yeah, they're just you getting know, thirty men. I'm interested to just see like how do you do limo entrances? Like, see, I hope they're wrong. I, they got to give them a couple extra. Like again, I think somebody has said on the podcast like maybe they'll kind of do how they did with like um, Matt season. Like a couple weeks in, they'll throw some more people in there or something like that. I just feel like it's not fair that they only have thirty men between two people. <laughs> like I don't think that's right. They need to have some extra ones. Um. So yeah, I hope I hope that Jesse is is wrong because they're still trying to flesh it out. So. Um, but I think I think more of the messiness is going to come from men who want maybe one of them over the other rather than I don't think there's going to be any messiness or I think hopefully the show knows better than to try to um, create some messiness between Rachel and Gabby because I think the things that we love the most about Rachel and Gabby is their friendship and uh, like their sisterhood and how Gabby is such like a girl's girl like don't take away from that by making them fight over a guy like let's not do that I hope on night one I hope they have to draw the line in the sand and they pick these are the guys for me and these are the guys for you. And I hope it has to stay like that. And there's no crossover. I think that is the best way to do it so that we cannot. Because I don't I don't want to see two women fighting over a man. Like, that's not the point of The Bachelorette. That's yeah. why we watch The Bachelor, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we'll see. And it's not coming back until July, which is like a month or so later than what it usually mm-hmm. comes back. So it begs the question, what is happening with Bachelor in Paradise? Like, I know. I've heard rumblings about them not having one this year. I just don't know why they wouldn't. Um, are they going to do it afterwards still? But it's not even going to be the summertime. By the time this season ends, if it runs like a normal season, it'll be like July to like September, October. Yeah, I mean, I'm still cool with Bachelor in Paradise then, but it really doesn't fit the theme of having Bachelor in Paradise in the summertime. So, yeah. or maybe they'll run at the same time, like concurrently. Maybe they'll have <laughs> the Bachelorette start, and then in August they'll still start Bachelor in Paradise while it's still on. Like, I don't really know. What do you think? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I heard a rumor that Bachelor in Paradise isn't happening. We also, I think, one thing we do have to remember is like Bachelor's been going for most what, like two years straight. At they, this need point. Like, they need a break. Like they need a break. There hasn't we been break. any break <laughs> in production, and yeah. so like I do feel like paradise is a time to take a break mm-hmm. and then like, get up with the other ones you know yeah that's true that's true because i mean yeah. there's really not anybody from the past couple seasons who i'm just like dying to see on the beach mm-hmm. um so yeah i guess that would be a good time even though I, you know i love me some bachelor in paradise they got to do something they got to give us winter games or i know we need something. we need we do need something we need winter mm-hmm. games or i want that the senior citizen bachelor to come up i do too I, I would really do too they've been teasing that forever and i'm like if y'all want to guarantee get a marriage throw some 60 70 year olds on there they're gonna get married honestly I guarantee they're gonna get married them. yeah because they know what they want and they know what they don't want unlike these little you know 20 30 sums the grown people know so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh i can't believe it's gonna be so long i will wait till july so we will definitely 
think of something that we can do in the meantime, you know, I think maybe- we should continue to do more reality and wine like we did over on YouTube live. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. if you guys have any series that you think that we should jump on, like easy maybe not- shows, like, yeah, easy shows, shows like mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily like do super deep dives. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like there's so much drama in Bachelor Nation that like we could get on once a month and just like talk about it. Yeah, it's true. We could. <laughs> idea. So don't miss us too much, guys. Uh, we will figure something out and we will definitely be back in the meantime. We are not just going to leave y'all hanging until July because like you said, there's always something going down in Bachelor Nation. And if Susie and Clayton break up, y'all are going to be the first to know about first it from to know. us. We're going to have an emergency episode. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> but Lord, this has been so fun. I love <sighs> doing this with you so much. What are your final thoughts to just kind of wrap up uh, this season of The Bachelor. Clayton, you were messy as hell. Yes, he was. I am glad that you and Susie found your way to each other. I am too. I wish you nothing but happiness, but damn, am I ready to see two amazing women, Gabby and Rachel, take on the stage and leave your messy ass behind. It was the best timeline. Literally. Having them both become Bachelorette because I would have been sad for the other girl had they just picked one of them. I would have mm-hmm. been very, 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 very sad. And we all the Bachelor Nation would have literally rioted had they picked somebody besides those. <laughs> like Teddy, I'm sorry. It was too late. They couldn't do it anymore. I after everything that we saw Clayton do, girl, it had to be them. It had, had to, to be to done. Be them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But this was a really fun season to cover. Way funner than I expected. Ashley was Honestly. funner than Michelle's season. <laughs> I'm not gonna I lie. I know, I know, I know. They're still together, they're making TikToks now, they're cute. So cute. So, so cute. And Michelle's trying to get on Dancing with the Stars, I think, because she's making a lot of dancey. Yeah, uh, I know. I saw that. And we can talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this has been so fun, guys. And like I said, we will not leave y'all hanging. We will be back with something uh, next month. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for being the best co-host. We love y'all. We love y'all so much. Oh, and I love you. (laughs) We'll talk to y'all soon, guys. Bye, y'all.